A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Greetings, programs, and welcome to our Halloween special with Mr. Joey Image. Um, you're going to notice there's going to be something weird with the show uh, this week because we were recording on Wednesday night and um, Hurricane Zeta was barreling down on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. We thought we could get the show finished before it hit, but unfortunately power went out and I lost the audio for the uh, the episode. But I did go on to the Twitch video and I pulled the audio from it. So if the the sound of this episode is a little bit different than our other episodes, I do apologize about that. But we came back three days later and we finished out the episode. So there's going to be a weird cut at about the 40-minute mark. But we hope you guys have a great, great, happy Halloween. And we will see you guys next week. And now on with our Halloween episode about Halloween 18. (laughs) Do you like this show and you want to help support us? Do you want us to stay ad-free? Do you want extra episodes every month? Of course you do. Then head over to patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro. Become a Patreon supporter of this very show. annual Halloween show here at the Nerd Cave Retro Podcast. My name is uh, Jay Spooktacular. <laughs> I don't have a clever horror nickname, so I'm just Derek Diamond. And we have, as as our new uh, yearly uh, annual tradition, we have back one of our favorite guests here on the show, Mr. Joey Image. Evening. I like that it's yearly and annual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a yearly annual tradition. A yearly annual tradition. <laughs> it's so um, great we have to use both contexts. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree <laughs> with that, man. 
So what we Thanks did for was, me, guys. Um, oh, of course, man. Um, we couldn't yeah, do this without you because last year we uh, we know how big of a Halloween fan you are. I mean, you've got tattoos on your body of uh, the Halloween series uh, of movies. And uh, last year, what we did was for this podcast here. If you want to go back and listen to it, last October we did uh, the original Hall- 1978 Halloween, and then we did uh, we did one and two. In one podcast, we talked about one and two, and then we went over to the Derek Diamond experience and uh, followed that up with Halloween 3, which I still love that movie, and I, I don't get Joey's hate of it. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I mean, it's like, I just, I texted you last week, and it was like, dude, I can't understand still how that is your favorite one of the series. I like I said, if it was just called Season of the Witch and didn't have Halloween 3 attached to it, it would be good. Well, here's the thing. I don't look at it as a hallow a Halloween movie. It is a whole separate style of movie than what yeah. the Halloween series is. So if you're looking at just the Halloween, the Michael Myers story, then of course my favorite is the first one, of course. But I look at Halloween three as a totally separate entity. Like I don't know why I can I guess because I saw it first when I was a kid, I can separate it from the rest of the Halloween series. Yeah, so so in your mind that started that started the series and then the rest yes. makes sense because they're all actually in order without yeah. that little weird break in the middle that was 3. Yeah, I guess that you could you could say that. I would like to get a silver shamrock t-shirt though. That would be kind of cool. Oh, I don't know if they awesome. make those, but oh, that would be, be awesome. great. I just got an email today. I don't know if you guys know who Fright Rags is, but they make all old school horror, um, I guess, t-shirts and, mm. and well, a whole bunch of different merch. They have a really cool hat with the giant H2O logo on the front of it. But oh, uh, they just cool. came out with uh, a bunch of shirts for the 2018 movie that we're going to talk about. And they look so good. They're so cool. I work at a t-shirt shop, and I was thinking today, I was like, man, what if I could just get uh, you know, some vector art of the the three uh, masks from uh, Halloween that three and just amazing. make my oh, own t-shirt that. of it. I was like, man, that would be yeah. awesome. And I would send them to you guys. I wouldn't charge anything. You know, I would just send them to you. So if I can get that done, I'll send them to you. I I got to show you. Uh, I'll tweet you a picture when I get a chance. But I just pre-ordered a lunchbox and thermos set from the original movie. <laughs> oh, that's it awesome. Do- it, it doesn't come out until like March or something like that. But yeah. I pre-ordered it a couple of weeks ago. It's it's like it like like when I was in school, man. It's a lunchbox and it's a thermos and it's brand new. It's got picture. It's either it's either from the first movie or it's got like a collage of stuff from each from all the movies. Yeah, but it's really cool looking, dude. I almost bought an Evil Dead Two lunchbox not too long ago. <laughs> I wish I would have bought it. That, that I, I love lunchboxes. The only lunchboxes I still have are uh, my Masters of the Universe lunchbox that I had when I was in first grade. And yeah. um, I have a Star Wars lunchbox that my ex mother in law bought me, <laughs> like back when me and those my, are two my good ones wife, to have. Uh, man. Yeah, first got married, but uh, but I the I swear to you, and I, I don't know if it's psychosomatic or what, but when I open up the uh, the Masters of the Universe one, I can still smell peanut butter and jelly and Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Wally, I know there's a hurricane. That's why we're doing it early tonight. Oh, I can't see the chat room. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, we got Axe Blade in there. Axe Blade says he's got that damn song stuck in his head again from Season of the Witch. Yeah, that that's one of the downsides Silver of the movie. Yeah, but... Silver Shamrock. <laughs> Three more days to Halloween. 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 <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Wait, is Larry... 
it's hilarious because when we did those shows last year, Jason, you told me to watch Halloween three first. Mm -hmm. So I did. And I think that's that, that helps with the whole like perception of the movie, because I do too look at it as a whole separate thing. Oh, and not you know part what? of the series. By this time next year, we'll be able to uh, we'll be able to discuss the next. Ha uh, we'll be able to discuss Halloween Kills. So what I want to do is I'm oh. going to buy the three different silver shamrock masks, and I'm going to send one to each of you guys. So the way the the that we look on Discord right now, we'll be able to each have <laughs> one of the masks on. And I, <laughs> I love that idea. I'm so I'm so bummed that they pushed that movie back. I know, man. You know, I mean, I get it, but everyone else is doing their big releases streaming now or through iTunes yeah. or. Amazon Prime, just do one of those, please. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, it won't be the same, but, you know, I'd rather sit in my living room now and watch it than have to wait another year for something that's already done yeah. and was ready to come out this month. Stupid coronavirus. Just go yeah. away already. Um, but speaking of Halloween Kills, <laughs> we are here to talk about Halloween, the 2018 film, which I I call it Halloween 18 because that's just the easiest way to remember which one it yeah. is. Um, it is a 2018 American horror slasher film directed by David Gordon Green, written by Green, Jeff Fradley, and of course Danny McBride of all people. Uh, it is the 11th installment in the Halloween film series and a direct sequel to the 1978 film of the same name while affecting a retcon of all previous sequels. It stars Jamie Lee Curtis and Nick Castle, who reprise their respective roles as Laurie Strode and Michael Myers, with stuntman James Jude Courtney also portraying Myers. Um, it also stars Judy Greer, uh, Andy Matichak, Will Patton, and Virginia Gardner. Um, what do you think about... What did you think about uh, the kind of the retconning of everything that happened from two forward, because as we discussed last year, I didn't, I don't mind Halloween two. I think it's a good movie, but I just felt a lot of the stuff in it, like the uh, the whole Laurie Strode being Michael Myers' sister, was a little forced. So, and they actually in this movie, they actually I love that line. <laughs> uh, you know, addressed that as what did he say in the movie? I I didn't so think what, to capture. She it. was talking about. Well, first of all, I didn't realize this was a sequel to one. I thought this was a I've always thought this was a sequel to two. Yeah. Um, because at the end of one, uh, Loomis is alive, and then in this one, they just say, "Oh, I I took over his case after he died, after Loomis died." Mm -hmm. So if two doesn't exist, then that's kind of not explained. Yeah. Although I guess it wasn't really explained that well in two either. But um, I don't know. They were walking down the street, and the dude said, "Wasn't that like your mom's brother or something like that? Like your uncle? Oh no, your grandmother's brother." Uh, that killed all those people. And she goes, no, that was just a rumor that someone made up for, I forget, she said a reason too. Yeah, she said but something uh, I people, always love that line. She said something like, something people made up to just make themselves feel better or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that, right, right. <laughs> I, little, I love little nuggets like that. Yeah. yeah. There were a lot of them in this. Yeah, I should have yeah. captured that, that little exchange right there. Uh, I did think it was really cool. How do you think they did the Dr. Dr. Loomis oh, you know um, stuff? I, at I the, actually took... I took brief notes. I forgot all about oh, okay. that. Okay. Sorry. But, but we start out the movie with, uh, with two podcasters, uh, investigative journalists who are trying to, um, make a podcast about, um, the, you know, the original, uh, Halloween murders that happened in, on, you know, Halloween night, 1978. So, you know, the movie, you know what's in, what's interesting is later later on they referred to it as the babysitter murders. 
Yes. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. was the working title of the movie before they changed the name to Halloween. Oh, yeah. I never knew that. I didn't know that. Did you guys ever go? I think I told you about it last year. Did you go and listen to that Halloween podcast uh, that went through was, the whole history of Halloween? When it was like eight parts or whatever? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. That's that following awesome. week. Yes. It was so good every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And you know what I liked is they were like 32 or 34 minute episodes or whatever. So I could do it on my way to, to oh, and from yeah. work. So yeah. it took me like I don't know, four or five days to finish. That was great. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I no, it was great. If you could look that up, I don't remember the exact name of it. Um, I don't either, but I'll find it. I might I, still have it saved. Yeah, I was going to say I probably still have it saved. Doesn't say the same thing. <laughs> but this movie starts out with the two podcasters. Of course, they're trying to to piece together what happened though, that night forty years ago, and uh, so they start out the movie at the uh, the state um, mental hospital. Uh, and they go speak with, or try to speak with Michael Myers. Of course, Michael Myers has a new, uh, doctor who is taking care of him. And you hear the, um, the, the notes that, uh, the audio notes that Dr. Loomis had after, you know, the events. Where did that, where did that come from? Like, was that, did they just happen to have, like, was it recorded audio that, uh, I forgot. I don't, geez, was it Donald Pleasance? Yeah, that's did what I was going to ask. They just have like audio that he did. They just never use that fit I, here, yeah, or I didn't did he know, sound alike. I didn't know if that if you knew or not. That's what I was going to ask you if they actually. I was used... actually talking to Angela about that last night, and I, she's like, "I don't know. Maybe they had someone that just sounded like him." Yeah, it might but just be a, a sound alike because it's sounds. But man, just... that's that's a spot on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he's talking about you know, uh, basically Michael Myers is pure evil. Uh, doesn't deserve to live. He needs to. He needs to be killed. He needs to be, you know, executed by the state, and then the body immediately cremated. And um, you know, it kind of sets up the whole. You know, Michael Myers is pure evil, like that. You know, oh, you he know did what, in the first. Movie. You know what just what just clicked in my head just now is when is that it makes sense to me now that it's a sequel to one and not two because. He was technically cremated at the yeah. end of two. So, <laughs> exactly. And I was just thinking at the end of this, same thing. So it would make a lot of sense that two technically didn't happen. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, sorry. That that like that light bulb just went off for me now when you said that. <laughs> Which and now means... I'm like, oh, what an, what an idiot I am. Like, I watched it, this whole thing multiple times. It left a and lot now of questions. I just got it. It left a lot of questions with me about, like, why would... I mean, I know they wanted to study him, but why would the state leave him alive like that? Like, yeah. why? <laughs> you think they would learn, you know, and that, and that's the whole, like in it sort of set up when, you know, in this scene right here, let me, uh, let me hear. There he is. He can speak. He just chooses not to. Chooses not to. I'd love to stand closer to him if I may get a sense of his awareness or lack of awareness. Oh, make no mistake. He's aware. He was watching you as you arrived. So it, you know, he walks in. It's very creepy. This open kind of, uh, you know, uh, courtyard area of the 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 mental asylum. And the the next scene I, I captured a clip from is where the guy pulls out the uh, the the Michael Myers mask and yeah. um, you know holds it up to him, and he's just like, "Say something," and you feel it. And sort of like as soon as that happens, everybody starts to go crazy around him and it makes me makes me wonder like is there just some sort of 
aura around Michael Myers is, is he have just so much evil permeates from him that he affects people around him. And that's kind of why the doctor, you know, kind of went crazy and basically set this whole movie in motion because we come to find out towards the end of the movie and spoilers, everybody, if you haven't seen it, I mean, the movie's two years old, so get over it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the doctor basically says, I know this what you're going to say. And I don't understand this part. Yeah. The, the, you know, the doctor lets basically lets him out. Like uh, the doctor causes the bus crash. We, you know, come to find out later in the movie, he escapes just because the doctor wants to see him in basically in the wild, like to see what happens. And yeah, does it sort of set up, does it feel like they they were trying to set up that Michael is sort of a, a supernatural character? Like he just has so much evil permeating from him that he just affects everyone around him? You know, the first time I saw this, I thought it was going to turn out that Michael was actually the doctor and the other guy was just some plant, as yeah. like some <laughs> wacko he found on another floor in the insane asylum. And like, I'll just use this guy and just call him Mike, whatever. And then it's actually him. He's like, oh, I talk now and I kill people. I have a mustache and I'm fat. And, you know, somehow I got a medical degree or something. I don't know. I don't know. But I thought that, that would have been insanely wacky. But first of all, what's the doctor's name? Because he says it with that accent um, like 20 times. And I don't remember any of it. I, I watch it with, with closed captioning on and I still don't remember it. Yeah. Let me look up that. I don't remember exactly the doctor's name. Yeah. I'm on it. I, I It was so... uh. He says it, like, right in the beginning, he's like, hey, I'm Dr. Joe Smith, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Really fast. And uh, he's got that heavy accent, and I'm, I don't understand a word of what he, half of, well, I don't understand most of what he said. But I, I watched a little bit of it with closed captioning on, just so I could figure out dialogue. Is it Dr. Sartain? Yeah, yes, that's, that's what it is. Okay. Dr. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sartain. Yeah. So basically, he takes over after Dr. Loomis passes away. I like the line where Laurie Strode says, oh, you're the new Loomis, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a good line. Because um, that's what I... everyone's thinking that they're watching the movie. As soon as the guy shows up and says, oh, I took over, everyone, every every viewer mm -hmm. is like, oh, that's the new, that's going to be the new Dr. Loomis in this. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 90 or 40 minutes later, she goes, oh, you're the new Loomis, huh? Like, oh, that's great. <laughs> she said what we were all thinking. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was very, almost like an inside baseball line. But yeah. You know, if you're if you've watched the series, if you're a regular, you know about it already. Or you're, I, you're you're thinking the same thing. And I love the Doctor Loomis character. He added so much gravitas to that first the first couple yeah. of movies that you know he he was he stayed on till what like the fifth one or Something like sixth that. I think. But man, that first movie, you know, I still got a lot of clips from that first movie where he's just talking about those eyes, the black eyes, you know, and all yeah. that stuff and. He just made that movie so much, you know, more, more, he brought so much weight to it with that character. And that um, accent and like his like deep, like gravelly voice, you know, like there's nothing behind those eyes, but pure evil. Yeah. Everything he said was so creepy when he said it like that. It was, it, it added a lot to that movie. Yeah. Well, he was there to try and make sense of what was going on and to explain it to the audience. Right. And I have the clip from where he, you know, he, the guy pulls the other uh, mask out. You feel it, don't you, Michael? You feel the mask. Be alone. Be alone. <laughs> Say something, Michael. Say something. 
Everybody starts going crazy. Dogs start barking. So why was there dogs in the mental home? I don't know. Maybe that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, dogs here. Or is it like a, a companion? Do I don't know what they call it. They call, there's a name for it, like a companion, emotional companion, or something like that. Or maybe, maybe they were for security. For some of the patients, security reasons, maybe. And another oh, yeah, thing. Maybe. But even they were affected by the mask, though. Like, is there a little, like, a that's... doggy Myers running around with a mask on? And they're all traumatized by seeing it. <laughs> well, that's what I was. Now, that's wondering. a movie I would watch. <laughs> I don't. I, well, actually, now that I think about it, like, like what is the magical power of the mask? <laughs> doggy Myers. Is it the mask itself, or is it Michael Myers? Like, is I, the mask you know, possessed? Part, part of me, part of me thinks that maybe they didn't know who he was, the other patients, but they see the mask and they're like, "Holy shit, that's that guy." Yeah. And then they're like, oh, my God, like, Figaro, the dude singing Figaro, Figaro, whatever. They're all like, holy crap, that's that dude. And there's a giant, and Jay's big black cat shows up. Yeah. We're not spooked <laughs> enough. It's Halloween almost. And, hey, uh, kitty, kitty. <laughs> there's a black cat right there. He wants better to be part of the cross show. Your path. Yeah, I was about to say, better not cross your path. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I agree with what, with what Joey was saying. It was almost like the symbolism of the mask. And you got to, if that's the case, you got to imagine one of those patients, they see the mask and you're like, Holy crap! We've been locked with this guy for forty right. years. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> oh my what, that's, what that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, maybe they didn't realize who he was or whatever. But then, obviously, everyone's heard about it. I'm sure they have televisions yeah. in the institution or whatever. And then people see the mask and they're like, "Oh shit, that's that." I mean, oh crap, that's that guy that we saw. I don't remember if we could swear in the show. I forget. <laughs> and you know, nobody questions it when, um, like, why? Uh, whose idea was it? To transfer Michael Myers out of the facility <laughs> to another facility. You think they would learn? On October 30th, 40 <laughs> years to the day that these murders <laughs> happened. Like, who? What? It was the doctor. <laughs> what? I mean, I know, but <laughs> nobody said, uh, guys, maybe we should wait a week. Or <laughs> <laughs> November 1st. Yeah. November yeah. 1st yeah. at midnight, you can transfer him. Yeah, and think about that from Laurie Strode's, uh, you know, from her her perspective is just like, really, they're gonna transfer this dude out <laughs> on a bus, like anything can happen on the the 40th anniversary of these murders, and that's the, you know, what this movie really made me think about is this is sort of like Michael Myers is the Terminator basically, and you know they. The doctor even says it in the movie. Like, all he knows how to do is, is be on the move and kill. That's all he knows how to do. That's a Terminator. Like it, and yeah. his only mission is to kill Laurie Strode. Because it, it's established in the movie that basically they're two sides of the same coin. He's afraid of her. She's afraid of him. And all they want to do, the only thing that keeps both of them alive is that they want to stay alive long enough to kill one another. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so basically he's like a Terminator from uh, the original 1984 Terminator. And she is uh, Linda Hamilton from Terminator 2. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the That's original Terminator. Really yeah, the original Terminator against, you know, Sarah Connor from the T2. And that's basically what this movie is. No, I I completely agree with that. That's, That's a really good comparison, yeah. Yeah. 
No, that's that's a great comparison. So I was thinking about it too. Like I love the psychological implications that they they talk about in this movie too. Like the effect that it has on victims. Like you know, because Laurie Strode was, I wouldn't say a weak character, but she was also like the damsel in distress from the yeah. first movie, and uh, she was the la- you know the last one alive, and. She almost killed, you know, and the cool thing is that they did uh, keep, you know, when she stabs him in the eye in the original movie with um, with the, the sewing needle. Coat hanger? You know, one of the, oh. yeah, the coat hanger, that's right. Yeah, the, the coat sewing hanger. needle was the neck. And he's got, like, the messed up eye. You know, you, can, yeah, you get glimpses of that. One. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so he's afraid of her, but she also, you know, the doctor talks about victims and how they can either become weak or they can become strong. And Laurie Strode, obviously, you know, she's got a lot of problems in her life because of her strength, because she knows that one day, you know, he's coming after her and she's going to have yeah. to be ready. And that's why she's kind of the, the Sarah Connor of this movie is because she knows that the day is going to come. And that's got to be fucked up when it's 40 years to the day and they're transferring this dude out like <laughs> this is you know it. What? I, I, I got I have a, I have a, something I noticed. I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but you mentioned the bus earlier that the doctor made the bus crash or whatever. So when the bus crashed and they all escape and you see that like it's almost like a flashback when when Loomis and the nurse pull in and they're all walking around, they're all out yeah. of there. So you see that and then the dude and his kid drive up in the pickup truck and they're like, what the hell is going on? And they show almost, I mean, it almost looked just like in the headlights. Yeah. All the patients walk around just like with Loomis and the nurse. Why does that kid look like he's 10 and that guy he keeps calling dad looks like he's 85? Because <laughs> in my head, I was like, oh, this kid's driving with his grandfather. And then he yeah. says dad like three times. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Like something's not consistent here. <laughs> Life just kicked him in the ass one day. <laughs> well, his dad does look ass, like in a... The, in the face and the legs. and the... Well, just the yeah. entire body. Yeah. Well, his dad did look oh like a heavy, like he might have been a heavy drinker or something, you know, like drinking, <laughs> <laughs> drinking and smoking. Yeah, maybe that's why he stopped and got out of the truck yeah. when he saw that because he, he was drunk. Started drinking and smoking at the age of thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't stopped since. Um, but that kid did. I mean, that guy did not look like. I don't know. He just looked like he was in his seventies at least, and this kid looks like he's like nine or ten. Like, I want to go to dance class. And the guy's like, don't you want to go shoot guns and hunt? I'm like, I don't know if you can kind of say stuff like that in 20. Everyone's super uh, sensitive now. Well, like, was... I don't know if you can say stuff like that in 2020. That was me as a kid. I was, you know, I didn't want to go shoot guns. I'm like, I want to go play Nintendo. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, Rampage is here. Uh, welcome, Rampage. Um, you know, we kind of go through. Uh, the one thing I did like was... Uh, some of the parallels between this one and the original 1978, like when you see Lori, uh, Lori Strode's granddaughter at the back of the seat, or the back of the classroom, oh, that, where that was the first notes yeah. I wrote down. She was in the same desk, mm-hmm. and they were talking about the same topic. Yep. <laughs> and she looks out and she sees Lori Strode standing across the street, like yeah. Michael Myers was. So a lot right, of little nods. Awesome. Yeah, you know? uh, I geeked out over that. Yeah. Same. Yeah, there was a lot of little nods like that uh, to to make you realize that you know that Laurie Strode basically has become the hunter as well. The, all those little nods like that. Um, what are the notes you got there, Joey? That you that you wanted well, to we, discuss? We already covered everything I said. The oh. only thing that we haven't <laughs> covered yet is I want the movable island with the hidden basement too. 
Yeah, no kidding. Ah, yes. That's the only thing that I wrote <laughs> that we haven't already talked about. Uh, that's the coolest thing in the world. I mean, apparently that one wasn't very secure because, you know, Michael just kind of lifted it off the thing after 85 tries. But that's such a cool idea, like for a hidden, like a hidden, like a, a bomb shelter thing. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I wouldn't need that in New Jersey, but I don't know. It just looked cool. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have basements here in the South because they would just be <laughs> soggy and gross (laughs) (laughs) but if we did we would have one yes yeah um i captured this clip just because i think this kid's funny i love this kid (laughs) oh fuck me i saw someone in the hallway standing outside my door (laughs) what's up buddy it was a fucked up face watching me from the dark ghosts and goblins little buddy shut up dave i heard him breathing and then i saw him he's in here boogeyman's in this house okay all right come on i got you let's check it out send dave first (laughs) (laughs) send dave first (laughs) oh yeah the best line that kid said was as the blonde chick was getting stabbed he's like oh shit yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh i did have that let me here let me play that Yeah, that was a pretty uh, intense uh, scene there. Uh, <laughs> that whole that whole exchange through that that whole thing, and then um, what was the uh, guy's name that was uh, um, Officer Hawkins, Will Patton? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He comes in, and she, you know, she's covered with sheet. He sees her, and then of course Michael uh, and Lori Strode shows up because of the domestic disturbance. Lori yeah. Strode shows up. She sees him in the one mirror or the one window. She looks that was over Nick Castle. and she Supposedly, sees. So, yeah. What, what I read was that was the only scene he was in because he did that he- that head tilt perfectly. Yeah. So when she looks up and sees him in the window and he does the head tilt, that was Nick Castle. But the rest of it was June, whatever the other guy's name was. Yeah. But she sees him up in the, the window. She shoots. Of course, it's the mirror. And then. Woo, the wind is really picking up outside right now. <laughs> um, yes, I am going through uh, Hurricane Zeta, uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones right now. But, Hurricane um, Zeta-Jones. We were talking about the doctor earlier and how he basically orchestrated this whole thing. And this is basically the, uh, the, the lines that he, you know, he kind of confesses to everything. I've worked with Michael for years, but I've never seen him in an uncontrolled environment. I've never heard him speak, you see. In spite of my encouragements, he remains unresponsive. But tonight, so many possibilities exist. So basically, you just let him out to just see what would happen. That's screwed up, man. That, that part I never picked up on until just now. He does... He, like I said before, I didn't understand why he... Uh, mm-hmm. Why he uh, killed the cop or whatever and then let him, like, free or live or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like I said earlier, like, what if Michael Myers is, you know, they're trying to establish that he's kind of this supernatural character that just, like, just exudes this evil that just affects people around him, you know, and, and, and maybe he caused the doctor to go crazy to help him get out of the, the hospital, you know, like, we don't, we don't really know, but 
kind of makes you you question it like you know because if you're around someone like if you're obsessed with michael myers like the doctor seems to be i mean of course he's an interesting case like maybe it's sort of like the uh the the harley quinn sort of thing where you know she was around the joker for too long and you know he caused her to turn evil basically became a victim of his own study exactly whoa something just hit I the heard, roof uh, yeah, yeah we, i heard that too. i heard that <laughs> wow um here let me go getting crazy in Biloxi. yeah we're gonna have to hurry this up guys I, I just don't want the the power to go out um yeah but here i got this line here this was my favorite line of the movie right here Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Help us! I can't do it! Oh. I'm sorry, I can't do it! Gotcha. Shoots him in the face. <laughs> yeah, I like that in the line. face. Yeah, I like that she was because even when I first first time I saw the movie, I was like, "Oh man, she's not gonna like like yeah. bitch out like that, man." And then of course she goes, "Gotcha," and shoots him in the face. I was like, "Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> that's the good stuff." Yeah, that was with uh, she had the gun with her initials on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was. And that was the whole thing, you know, they go into Laurie Strode's backstory and, you know, she's had uh, quite a few failed marriages and estranged from yeah. her, her, her daughter and, and all that kind of stuff because of how she is. But I mean, it's all justified in the end because yeah. what she mm-hmm. was afraid of finally came to pass. And I, I don't know, I, I, there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of themes in this movie about revenge and, um, you know, just, I don't know, like a, a lot of psychological stuff about things that can just break you, but things you know that are going to happen. I mean, it's the same thing as Terminator 2 with, with Sarah Connor. You know, she knew it was coming, but nobody believed her. And it yeah. even sucks even worse because, you know, the, the, Cyberdyne covered up what happened with the original Terminator. Um, right. So Sarah Connor could never really, like, nobody believed her. But Laurie Strode is like, this stuff really happened. People knew it happened, but nobody would believe her. 
when she's like, this is going to happen again. Like they all act like she's crazy. And no wonder she, she's living in a compound out in the woods. People <laughs> suck. <laughs> that should be the subtitle of the movie. Halloween 2018. People suck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good, that seems that's a good presidential campaign slogan. Yeah. <laughs> I got Fantastic this. 2020. People suck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got this last clip here. I want to play. It's real short. Um, but this basically sums up the whole, uh, the reason that she made her house the way she did. Okay. It's not a cage, baby. It's a trap. So basically, you know, like uh, her daughter kept saying that, uh, you know, that that basement was Laurie Strode's cage because she spent so much time preparing for this day. And it was never a cage. It was a trap for Michael yeah. Myers. And, right. you know, uh, you know, there, there was one other callback earlier in the movie, callback to the original that I loved when he kills the old woman making the sandwich and she's wearing like a red robe. Yeah. Exactly like the first, the, the first, uh, the first mm -hmm. movie when she was making the ham sandwich and she was wearing a robe and he took the knife. That was such a cool, like a little Easter egg kind of thing mm -hmm. that, I mean, like we said before, there was a ton of them, but that was one of my favorites. And I love the part when uh, he knocks Laurie Strode out the window. She lands on the oh, ground. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, hears yeah, yeah. the daughter that downstairs. Awesome. He turns his head and he turns back around and she's gone. And she's I'm gone. like, that's. Yeah, that was so cool. So it's like, oh, she's coming for you. <laughs> I like yeah, to think yeah, in his yeah. mind, he was like, so that's what it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing I did want to ask you, especially you, Joey, and I, I want to know what you think about this too, Derek. Now that you've seen uh, a good bit of the, the Halloween movies, you know the, the Michael Myers M.O. There was one part of this movie that really did bother me, and it didn't bother me until this last viewing. And this is the fourth time I've seen the movie. And it didn't really hit me until this time watching it. The part where um, the two, after he kills the doctor, the two cops go over there. He kills the two cops and then um, goes to Laurie Strode's house. And the husband of her bears M.O. to do something like, you think, like that. You think he wouldn't take all the time to hollow out the guy's skull yeah because we've established like so far that he's just a killing machine like he's like a he shark. Just kills and moves on yeah he kills right. and moves on he doesn't take the time to do elaborate scare tactics like he just yeah. wants to kill you he doesn't want to scare oh. you he wants to kill you who was driving the car too and how do they park it so perfectly exactly cop right there I, it, that really bugged me this time watching it and i, I don't know yeah, if, i get it I didn't no, think that of that until now, but yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I like I don't know. It just I know that it's done for shock factor as a yeah. you know as a oh yeah as a filming technique as a filming technique, but at the same time, it just felt really, really out. And that's the only only real part of the movie that felt really out of place to me and out of yeah. character for Michael Myers. I mean, that's more right. of a a Freddy thing or something, you know? Right. Yeah. Oh I my agree. god, dude! I I texted you guys this last night. But speaking of Freddie, when so when they first show Michael Myers at the hospital in the beginning, whatever the podcaster guy shows him the mask, and you see his face, right? And he, uh -huh. and he's like an old man. He's got like this scruffy, like well, like this, like yeah. scruffy, like gray <laughs> beard now, like stubbly and stuff. Like to me, from the side, and his hair re really short like that looked like a, an old Robert England. 
So I thought it would have been so cool if he just turned around and it was Robert England yeah. just playing that part. <laughs> just in that one scene, because then, then they put the mask on him later and it doesn't have to be, it could be somebody else. Yeah. I just thought it would be so cool for him to have played like two, for that movie to come out and now he's played like two of the like world, you know, the most famous horror slasher guys. That would have been so cool. Oh, yeah. That would have been great. Yeah. Just for like, just for, uh, like a little homage to, to, to Nightmare. I thought it would have been really cool. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah. And one of the most cringiest scenes in the movie uh, is when the, the lady podcaster, I, I don't remember her name, but she's in the bathroom and Mike Michael Myers comes in and he reaches over the top of the stall door and drops the teeth. The teeth, yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is about teeth, but... Oh, that's gross. It, <laughs> it like really gives me the willies. Anything to do with teeth. She like she also didn't know. Well, I don't know how she knew that whose they were or whatever. But like, did she just get freaked out because of that in general, or did she know like it must have been the the dude on the desk whose mouth was all like, what did he t- tear his throat out or something like that? Because yeah, when, when the other dude went up to him and was trying to get his attention, and they showed his face in the desk with his jaw like way out here. Yeah. So I couldn't tell if he maybe he just ripped his freaking jaw out. I don't, I don't know it was hard to tell what happened but it, what you could tell it was definitely disfigured but did he i mean did he take uh pliers to the teeth or you know that would have taken some time i mean yeah. i don't i don't know if you've ever had a tooth pulled but those things oh, don't God, come yeah. out easy <laughs> <laughs> well it depends on how knocked up uh, knocked up how knocked out you are yeah yeah uh, i will say that in that same bathroom scene that to me is when i felt like michael myers was back because like the mask is iconic, but to me, so is that navy jumpsuit that he wears. Yeah. So you, you you see it through the bottom of the stall, and you see the boots and the bottom of the the pants, and I'm like, oh shit! See, I, now he's I, back. I I caught that. I thought that just a little bit before that, when they showed the mechanic dead on the floor in the shop, and he was basically naked, he had an undershirt and boxers on, and I noticed, oh shit, his mechanic uniform is gone. That means Michael took it, and he's somewhere around i mean i didn't ex- well, the first time i saw it I, I didn't expect him to be in the bathroom like hunting them down but I, I i didn't know where he would have been but i thought that as soon as i saw the the mechanic and we're back from a slight uh pause we had uh derek had to go shave and uh <laughs> <laughs> joey had to go throw on a new hoodie and i had to change shirts uh you know that's how it is. Uh, but what really happened is we were in the middle of the show the other night. We were trying to get the show done as fast as possible because uh, Hurricane Catherine Zeta-Jones was barreling down on us here on the Gulf Coast and uh, couldn't quite make it, man. We got about 40 minutes in and uh, lost power. And here we are, what, uh, that was Wednesday night. Here we are Tuesday, thir- th- uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three days later. Yeah. Uh, on Saturday, actual Halloween night, three days later, we're finishing up our conversation about. We were trying to speed up to avoid a power outage. Yeah, the power outage <laughs> sped us up more than we wanted to. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of sucked. Was out was out of power for two days, and uh, God, hurricanes suck, man. I don't know what it is. The last eight or nine years, man. We used to when I was a kid, we used to just get hurricanes in the summer, and once about September hit. That was it. You didn't get them anymore. But ever since Katrina, they get later and later in the year. And it seems like the last couple of years, they've been hitting in October almost every year. And it's kind of kills the Halloween spirit, man. Nothing like a good hurricane to, to douse your Halloween spirits. Kind of sucked. The only good hurricane is Shane Helms. 
Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I used to have a hurricane mask back in the day. I don't oh, know what yeah. happened to it. Huh. I, I want one, but I'm, I, I know him, but I'm like afraid to ask him for one. And I've, yeah. I haven't ever seen one like in a store or whatever. I want to go get me a mask today. I want to go get a, uh, a Michael Myers mask if I can find one somewhere. I've I've always tried to find one, and I never, I never find like one that looks good enough. Like I want like yeah. one that looks like the Shatner mask in the first one. Yeah, I don't yeah. want like four with the red hair or whatever the hell. Yeah, like, I want like the original man. It looks so good. I even I'll even take. I saw some uh, a website. It was like ninety dollars. Also, I didn't buy it, but it was that mask. Um, like speckle painted almost with like marks and like grooves and stuff on it. Yeah. So it looked like it was beat up. That was really cool, but not for ninety bucks. Yeah, I don't like the ones that they offer. One with like the smooth white that's like stark white, you know, and looks like it's from Halloween Four. I'm like, I don't want that. I want like a kind of a dirty, grungy one. I want two of them. One from Halloween One and one from uh, 2018 that looks all cracked and aged. Yeah. You know. Um, I went looking, uh, went to the spirit Halloween store. They didn't really have a good one. I went to party city. All they had was the crap ones. I was like, man, I got to find a good one somewhere. But would you, would you, all right. So here's a question. If you found a good one from Halloween 2018, look just like the movie, but it came with a bag of teeth with blood on them. Would you not buy it? Oh, I'd buy it in a second. Right. I would throw the teeth out as I walked out of the store. Comes with a free bag of gas station teeth. Yeah. Oh, and another thing, uh, Joey, I, I, we talked about it after the show. Um, you had texted me about, I had said you had the, the Michael Myers tattoo. Yeah, that's I, not me. I think I may have uh, conflated you with another, another person in my life. I, there's this drummer friend of mine who plays in metal bands. And you guys are a lot alike, and I think I may be thinking about him. I'm pretty sure it's him that has uh, a Michael Myers tattoo. On I have, his leg. I have the the. I guess it's not a bumper sticker. I don't know what you call it, but it goes on like glass, it's like a glass decal. Yeah, a, it's it's probably six inches tall. That's on my old car, which is now my wife's car. And then when she, when I got this car. Uh, I got this car in the will after my father passed away. She bought me a giant foot tall one that I still haven't put on, but it's just like one half of the mask. It's really cool looking. Oh, that's cool. Oh, Rampage says nothing beats the quality of his Dollar Tree dragon costume. I'm sure that thing is quality. (laughs) 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 No, but to get back into the movie, um, we were kind of getting... Can we just talk about tattoos real quick? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, so you you brought that up, and I I remember this the other night, and I was already laying in bed when I thought of it, so I didn't text you back. But uh, I've always wanted. Uh, so the scene in Scream when he kills uh, the Fonz, mm-hmm. and then they show him dead laying on the floor, and he's looking up, his eyes are open, and then uh, Ghostface looks at him, and you just see the reflection of the mask in his eyeball. I used to want that as a tattoo, like the eyeball with the reflection in it. I wanted the reflection of Ghostface and Michael Myers next to it, so it's like both of them looking oh, down at that's him. That's awesome. I, I just, yeah, cool. I, I got to find someone that can actually draw that out, like the way I like it. But that when we were, when you mentioned the tattoo thing the other night, that reminded me of that. Yeah, you got to have a real good tattoo artist to pull off something like that. <laughs> yeah. If I was going to get a tattoo, I would want the three masks from Halloween Three, like in a really cool like. Yeah, that did some... you see the uh did you see the tweet I tagged you in today? Guy had a had a shirt with the pumpkin all over it. Uh, no, I didn't Samar see that shirt. one yet. I did see the one that Wally tweeted me. 
and it said in real big letters it said Halloween three sucks. And I was like, <laughs> I You're wrong. And he was like, Look at the uh he says, Look at the uh the fine print and uh let me look it up real quick. And uh So the the one that I tagged you in wasn't one of my tweets, it was something I responded to. And I said, Oh, my buddy Jay uh, would love this. And it was it was the silver shamrock. Uh, I think it might have had the logo, and it was just an orange shirt covered with the pumpkin mask. Yeah, it never tagged me in it. I don't see it in my thing. Mentions? Yeah, I don't know. It just says oh, my wait, buddy Jay would. Oh love yeah, 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 yeah. I did see this. <laughs> it was it was me. Oh okay. It was it was me responding to another tweet, so it wasn't a new tweet that I wrote. Yeah. Uh here it is. It says Halloween three sucks. Uh, it says, and then in really small letters, it says, uh, you might want to turn this down, Staff Sergeant Sketch. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say the word, but it said, if you, it says in tiny print, it says, if you think, and then really big, Halloween 3 sucks, and it says down real small at the bottom, it's because Tom Atkins, mm, your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Even I would wear that. I, I would like wear that. <laughs> I want to wear it to meet Tom Atkins. Uh, that's great but yeah if i was gonna get a tattoo that would be what i would get is the three the three uh mask because and i love the uh actually there's one thing i loved in halloween 18 was when they did the the quick shot of the kids wearing the halloween three masks i was like that's a nice touch yeah kind of Mm. a you know middle finger to all the halloween fans that hated halloween three (laughs) yeah I love that they re- they subtly refer- referred or referenced it. So we get down to the end of the movie, and I played the clip where um, you know she says it's not a cage, uh, it's a trap. We get to the end of the movie. Michael Myers gets trapped into the uh, the basement of Lori's house, which is she's basically just she's tricked this house out to just catch Michael Myers, and um, so he ends up getting torched at the end of the movie, caught in the basement. Our, you know, our heroes, they all file out of the house. The house is burning. They flag down someone who's driving by. And the last we see is them in the back of the truck, you know, uh, all huddled together. And the, 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 the granddaughter um, is holding on to the kitchen knife, which oh, is kind right, of a, right. a weird little thing at the end of the, uh, the movie there. And then, of course, you go through the credits. We get a black screen and you hear heavy breathing through a mask. Yeah, I thought Darth Vader was going to pop out on the screen. <laughs> I did too. Hey, it's me. And so what did you guys what like give kind of give me your your thoughts on the movie as a whole. Like how did you feel about it? Is it what kind of rating out of 1 out of 10, what would you rate Halloween 2018? Well, um that, I'll go first. Okay. Um I personally really like the movie. I know I'm not as knowledgeable about the franchise as you guys are. But I felt like, because initially I wasn't sure about the whole retconning everything that happened after the original, but given the direction they went, I think it was the right decision. And I will say this, I loved Jamie Lee Curtis's performance in this movie. I thought she absolutely knocked it out of the park. I loved what they did. Almost, you know, the we talked about this uh, earlier we recorded the other night but I, I love the depth that they went into into explaining the reaction and what the victims have to deal with and they either go in this direction or they go in the other direction and we saw that laurie strode ultimately became stronger because of her encounter with michael myers i loved her being a recluse 
and just kind of being isolated from everyone. But in the end, you know, she was proven to be right. And I thought she really did a great job of carrying this movie. And I, as a number score, I would say I'd probably give it a solid eight, seven and a half to eight out of 10. I I actually really, really enjoyed the movie. What'd you think about it, Joey? I loved it, man. I think this is probably my favorite after the first one. Um, and way above the third one. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just, I, 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 well, actually, I like, I think I like it more now that you guys alerted me to the fact that it was basically a sequel to one as opposed, because I thought, like I said, I thought it was supposed to be like one, two, and then this. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it, I like it even better now that it follows one. Um, I wish there was some kind of like uh, uh, explanation on how Loomis died or how I know they just said, Oh, I, you know, I, I took over Michael Myers case after Loomis died. Eh, like I wish there was some kind of backstory there other than he just died because if this is a sequel to the first one, he didn't die in the first one. So what happened between then and now I get that it's 40 years later or whatever, but I need to know, <laughs> you yeah. know, you can I mean? always mention something in the sequel. <clears throat> Yeah, that's true. That actually, that's a really good idea. Um, I I liked the little subtle uh, references to other, like you said, the the three masks, uh, or the Halloween three masks. Um, I liked where uh, Laurie Strode looks at the Doctor Sartain and says, "Oh, you're the new Loomis." Yeah, <laughs> which is what everyone watching it was thinking. Oh, that guy's the new Loomis, and then she says it. Like that's great, man. Like I love that. Um, but this is definitely, I got to say, my favorite after one, man. I, I, so on a one of ten, I would probably, other than like, you know, there was a little bit of inconsistencies. It's like stuff didn't make sense. And like Jay mentioned the other night when, when uh, the, the cop car pulled up and the dude's head was hollowed out or whatever. Like stuff like that kind of didn't make sense. I would love to have an explanation. So I'd got probably give it an eight as well. I still want to know how the car got, who drove the car yeah. there and happened to stop <laughs> it right in front of. Uh, I, the guy, that dude, I forget the dude's name, but it, to me, that actor looks just like Frank Sinatra. So I always yeah. think Frank Sinatra when I see that guy. <laughs> and then when I, on Seinfeld, the episode he was on, when he was like singing a lot, I'm like, this guy is Sinatra. But so I always think of Frank Sinatra. So he was the whiz. That car, huh? <laughs> he, on on Seinfeld, he was the whiz. Yeah, I'm the whiz. I'm the whiz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a funny episode too. So when the cop car pulls up right in front of Sinatra and there's the one, the cop's dead and the other, his head's whatever, the other guy's head is hollowed out and sitting in the thing next to him. Like, who drove it there? I don't yeah. know. Nobody got out. Like, did, did did somebody drive there and then hop into the back seat really quick so the whiz didn't see it? It was, just, <laughs> it was weird. Like, or, or or did someone just, you know, put his foot on the thing and let it go, ghost ride it, and it just happened to stop? right in front of that house who knows i need to know what happened <laughs> that that part really that's the only part of the movie that really knocks it down for me yeah yeah but and I, the fact you know what else i was thinking uh i thought of this the other night and we didn't i, I don't remember if we got to it or not but uh the the granddaughter Lori strode's granddaughter whose name i forget now she never once said where's my father or how's dad or where's dad after he got killed yeah, just that he was he was you know or, or the wife what's her name was was like don't go don't go or whatever and he went outside for whatever reason when he got killed 
I don't even remember now. Well, he got but killed in not- the yard. He was laying in the yard, so she would have seen him as she came up. Right, because all when the they went outside. Were right, but not once did she say like, "Oh my God, my father's been killed," or "Where is he?" or "How is Dad?" or "Or what yeah. happened?" Nothing. Like she doesn't reference him at all. How is that possible? Just one of those oversights. There's probably uh, that's just- a gigantic oversight. I mean, yeah. <laughs> unless I missed it, but that seems like a big oversight. I don't remember it either. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, it's like a, it's like if your power went out the other night, and me and Derek just never mentioned it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like hey, what happened to Jay? Like, oh, I guess the power went out. Like, we just didn't say anything. Like, what? We That's just a, keep yeah. we just keep the show going. Yeah, like, right. Oh, like, I did have a backup, and we're just going <laughs> to release that. Yeah, like, how do you miss that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's really the only that's the part of the movie that really brought it down for me. I'd still give it an eight, <clears throat> the same as you guys. Yeah. It's not perfect, um, but it is great, and it's the best. Yeah. You know, best Halloween movie since the first one. And so, um, because I, what I like about it, you know, they just <clears throat> after the horror movies of the last 10, 15, 20 years, especially like then the late 80s and 90s when everything like the Halloween franchise and the Friday the 13th franchise and all the Nightmare on the just got so convoluted at one point that I love the fact that Jason we're taking space. They had taken like they, they took Halloween and they just. <laughs> brought Jason it back X. to yeah. its basics you know they just brought it back to the basics it's a very simple story it, it's very there's not a lot of actors to have to take you know keep up with there's not a hundred storylines to keep up with it's just right here's this dude you know 40 years ago he killed a bunch of people one was left alive and he's coming back to kill her like that's that's the whole point of the movie so I, I I give it an eight, an eight out of ten. Yep, I like it. As um, long as you don't do Michael in space, will be I'll be thrilled. Uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing Michael Myers takes Manhattan though. That would be cool. Yeah, that. Well, but my, I don't want I don't want to see Michael in space unless he's unless it's a tag team with Leprechaun. Uh, that Ram- guy went to space too. Rampage so, says the the granddaughter may have been affected mentally and pushed it aside. She'll be the next Michael Myers as a result. That would actually be kind of interesting. That's what my yeah, wife said. Would be when, an interesting little concept. That's what my wife said when they showed her at the end holding the knife in the mm-hmm. in the pickup truck, and she's like, "Oh, she's gonna have a have a mental breakdown. She's gonna go nuts next time." Yeah, or next movie or whatever. And it so, reminded me of uh, Danielle. What the hell is her name? with the mask that had the knife in, the, in four or five or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, he touched her, and then suddenly she was this evil little kid. Yeah. I don't... I, that was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's um, kind of what it reminded me of. But speaking of that, what do you think... You know, the trailer <clears throat> for Halloween Kills just dropped. Uh, what was it? Yesterday. Um, so what do you guys think? Any... any? Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about the trailer? Do you have any theories? Uh, any... Per- predictions um about the next one coming up which is going to be released next halloween yeah yeah unfortunately i don't remember the first trailer but i know it was last year for a release for this year Mm -hmm. and then corona happened and now it's gonna be next year so i only watched the one that came out yesterday i don't remember the first one um but man i can't wait (laughs) It was so sh- – the whole video itself was 46 minutes. Of that, like, 20 seconds – or 46 seconds, I mean. Yeah. Of that, like, 20 seconds was act- was the actual trailer, and the rest was just credits and graphics and yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, but I was like, wow. And, and it went so fast. Like, it was like one second of each scene just squishing to 20 seconds. 
and it was like very hard to follow, but yeah, that, it that, looks really good. And I am, I'm just, you know, I'm there for any Halloween movie. Yeah. That's what I thought too. I was like the, everything in the trailer went by so fast. It was, you can't really build upon a story of what you think it's going to be. Did you kind of catch anything Derek in there that maybe stood out to you? Not necessarily. The way I looked at it is that we've got a year to wait for the movie to come out. So there's no need for them to put out a full two minute trailer now because you have a year to build for it. But, but Jay brought up a good point earlier at the same time, it's already done. I mean, it was ready to come out yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So give me something. Give me 90 minutes and yeah. 90 seconds. Yeah, 90 good. minutes would be better. Yeah. But give me... <laughs> you know what I did notice, though? Right in the beginning, when in the beginning of the trailer that came out yesterday, because, again, I don't remember the first one, uh, they show Michael, like, lean down and pick up the mask. So he, he must have escaped really fast if the mask wasn't burnt up or nothing. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, mm-hmm. too. Though. They did show a flash of the mask, and it looked a little charred, like, up in the corner, if I remember oh, correctly. Oh, okay, okay. But they, I was also a, a good, you know, little scene in the uh, trailer there where they actually have him without the mask on. So oh, I, I don't know why he, because she, you hear Laurie Strode screaming Michael or something like that. It shows him like a quick flash of his face, and you can tell it's him because he's still oh, got the same kind of. Was hair. that yesterday's trailer or the original? The yeah, first? it was yesterday's trailer. Oh, I must have missed that. I got to go back and watch it again. At least, or uh, I might that. Pretty sure that was the trailer I've watched. <laughs> no, one. you're right. But uh, yeah, I gotta check that out again. I, missed I don't know. I mean, apparently he, you know, he got out of the basement. We don't know how. Uh, maybe he just found a, you know, a, a weak point somewhere in in the house. That's what I was thinking. He just went through. The, she had some. I, I wonder if it's going to be revealed that this is the only kind of theory I came up with for the next one. It'll be revealed that she had some kind of like hatch or like escape trap door so if she was in there when shit went down she yep. can get out even if he can't or whoever can't there's going to be some kind of door he just like my, my, in my head i could see him just banging on the walls until he finds something and then realizes oh crap there's a door here and then breaks through it and there's some kind of tunnel that goes out to the backyard or something just so yeah. if this ever happens she can get out if she's trapped down there when it when it goes down because that's the thing maybe he knew she would do something like that because she was using that as a trap for him he knew that she would have some sort of trap door somewhere for her to get be able to get out of so yeah i don't know we got a whole damn year to think about it (laughs) yeah i I, i'm gonna i'm gonna like every year i'm like is this the year i'm gonna die now i'm like man i'm gonna drive the safest i've ever driven until next year so i can see this movie Rampage said he didn't find Halloween 1 scary at all. He did like the story, though, A for effort. The thing about the original Halloween movie is there was nothing like that before. You know, there was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and and most horror movies were things like The Hills Have Eyes, you know, stuff like that, like uh, House on Haunted Hill, like the the, uh, Last House on the Left, those type of horror movies. Yeah. Halloween was really the first one that kind of set the template for the slasher genre. So yeah, right. you see all the tropes. It's like, if you've seen everything, <clears throat> everything, you know, since then, then you go back and you watch Halloween and you're like, this is all like, this is so tropey. It's not scary, yeah. but you got to think it was the first of its kind. So yeah. you got to look at it through the lens of uh, a 19 se- a person in 1978 who had never seen us you know, a real slasher horror flick like that. When before. when did the original uh, Chainsaw come out? That was 74. 
Oh, holy crap. I thought the original that old? Like, yeah. I thought the original wow. was like 83. No, that was that might have been Chainsaw 3 maybe. Yeah, I don't that, know. That was in uh 74 the original cha- uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out. Wow. But it didn't really have any of the tropes of the the yeah. slasher genre. It was more of a, you know, crazy family. And even though Leatherface was kind of the breakout character of that movie, you know, yeah. he was kind of part of a family. He wasn't just you know, a single dude on a, a killing spree mission. He was just, he was the weird deformed kid of the family that lived in the basement and chopped people up for, you know, for food. Leatherface became a pro wrestler for a while. Did he? I don't know who it was, but there was a guy that wore that whole gear called himself <laughs> Leatherface. I, I think he was a Japanese wrestler, or at least he wrestled in Japan. I don't know who it was under the mask. I wouldn't get but in the ring complete, with that dude. It was a complete ripoff of that character, <laughs> name and everything. Nope, I would not get in the ring with that dude at all. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, complete no, with a chainsaw, I believe. Wow. Like, nope, you you got this one, sir. <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna bring us to the end of the show. That's gonna that's gonna put us over a good hour for the episode as a whole. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, edit it up today and get it out on the feed so you guys can go back and listen to the whole thing without a big three day break in the middle of it. Okay, what can be better a- than a Halloween discussion on Halloween? Exactly. And it, speaking of it, that, it, I'm I'm going to watch Halloween on the big screen tonight. Yeah, that's Grand awesome. Nice. That's going to be cool. So in closing, um, I really did enjoy the movie. We all enjoyed the movie. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. But definitely watch the original Halloween first if you've never seen any of the Halloween movies. Just go watch the very first one, the 1978 John Carpenter classic Halloween, yeah, and, then and then watch this one. It's a direct sequel to that one. Even though there's a 40-year gap, it explains why there's a 40-year yeah. gap there. Right, right, right. But I love the movie. Uh, I can't say much else about it. I love. I saw it twice in the theater. I would definitely go see it in the theater again if, if they showed it again in the theater. I think they actually this, are showing it in the this, theater right now. This movie, oh, God, they should, they should have rerun that this year in some places instead of because Halloween Kills isn't coming out, but... Uh, this movie and Scream One are the only uh, movies I've seen repeatedly. Like both of them, I saw opening night. Both of them, I saw the night after opening night, and both of them, I saw the following weekend as well. I love Scream One. Yes. One and four are like my favorites. Scream is so, great. Um, yeah, Scream Two soundtrack then... is the best though. I love that <laughs> soundtrack to Scream Two. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. That's... I liked, I liked two, but. One was my favorite, and then four, then two, then three. But um, but yeah, but Halloween 2018, and then Scream One are the only movies I've ever seen repeatedly. Hmm. More more than I'll say more than twice in the theater. Rampage said he he may watch Monsters Anonymous again tonight. He's not <laughs> not being a kiss ass. <laughs> yeah, that's a, definitely a Halloween movie. I made that movie specifically to be watched at Halloween. So is that still on Amazon? Yes, it's free. For my wife on, hasn't seen it yet. Okay. On Amazon Prime, go check it out. Uh, just type in Monsters Anonymous um, yeah, on find Amazon it. Prime, it and it'll it stars uh, um, Brian O'Halloran. Uh, it was directed by uh, Jeremy London, written by me and Mr. Wallace Phelps. And go check it out. It's 20, 22 minutes long. It's on Amazon Prime. The more people that watch it, the better. And if you feel like it, leave a review for it. Because uh, more people that leave reviews for it, the the better, the higher it gets in the rankings. And um, I, we actually will make some money off that movie 
finally. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> um, but before we get out of here, um, thank you, Joey, for, for joining us again. Always a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. Yeah, I, I can't wait till yeah. we do this again next year for the oh, new one. <laughs> uh, but tell everybody. Spoiler-filled new one. Tell everybody where they can find you and where buy your T-shirts at, because I went to, uh, looking at the T-shirt uh, place the other day for your t-shirts. I'm going to get myself one for Christmas, but I don't know which one I want to get. Nice. So I got to, I got to decide. There's well, there's 10, there's 10 designs, which is weird. Cause if I go like to the back end of the website, <laughs> it shows 11 SKUs. So I can't figure out which one is missing anyway. Huh. Uh, so follow me on all social platforms, Joey image TV and t-shirts, uh, pro wrestling com slash joey image that's t-e-e-s pro wrestling t-e-a-s-e is a different kind of site <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know if i exists, want to watch that one <laughs> i don't know if that exists but i said that to someone in, like out loud and they were like t-e-e-s or t-e-a i'm like no t's like t-shirts not like t's <laughs> uh what about you derek um what's going on with the derek diamond experience this week well, if you watch Monsters Anonymous, you finish listening to this podcast, and you still need more Halloween-filled goodness, Jason and myself, along with our mutual friend Steve Wise, did a really fun roundtable discussion on the Evil Dead franchise that's available now on my feed, which you can check out uh, on all podcasting platforms. And if you want to follow the show on social media, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at D Diamond Podcast. Fantastic. That was such a fun. That was such a uh, fun episode to do. I loved it. It was great. <clears throat> um, I I could talk about the Evil Dead franchise all day. We I could just do a whole episode just on Ash versus Evil Dead. Have you seen that, Joey? Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh, I I heard oh. it was a great series. I just I didn't see any of it, dude. It's so good. It's on Netflix. You can go. Do you know how it. we were talking about it as we were wrapping up the show the other night? Yeah, I started right. watching it. Oh yeah, you like it. It's so good. It's so so. It's so fun. Oh my gosh! It, it is. Just start watching it. Just go watch it tonight. Anybody? This you won't be able to watch tonight. just one episode <clears throat> for Halloween. You're gonna watch Halloween. You're gonna watch Monsters Anonymous. You're gonna go and watch Ash versus Evil Dead, and uh, yeah, Halloween three. Throw Halloween three in there. While you're oh, watching it. <laughs> well, now, now you ruined it. <laughs> uh, but it's time to go ahead and get out of here for tonight. Let me pull up my notes here because for some reason I don't have them memorized. After 200 episodes, you would think I'd have them memorized now. Uh, here we... Where's our music at? I don't see it. <laughs> ah, here we go. Right. Yeah. Sorry for the delay, everybody. All right, here we go. If you would like to email us, you can email us at nerdcaveretro at gmail.com. We are at nerdcaveretro.com. We're on Instagram and Twitter at nerdcaveretro and individually at jfunktastic, at Derek underscore diamond, and at joeyimagetv. We're at Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdcaveretro. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro, where if you keep us above that $50 level every month, we do the commentary episodes, which this month we did two episodes we did uh, we did two in one. We did uh, Ghostbusters, a real Ghostbusters episode, and we did uh, Pac-Man: The Ghostly Adventures uh, episode, which was kind of sucked, but it was fun. <laughs> Other than that, if you can't throw us a couple bucks. That's okay. We know times are tough. Leave us a review wherever fine podcasts are sold. And Derek, please tell them what it's all about. Happy Halloween.
had you all alone Just the two of us Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.